Hi, and welcome to this edition of Along the Forest Apps Road podcast series. I'm Tim Ard, your host, and we are continuing on our audio of our book, The Complete Guide to Chainsaw Safety and Directional Felling. And we are up to Chapter 9. We're starting off with Part 3. And uh, for those of you who haven't joined us, uh, please go back and check out the first uh, nine chapter readings. And also, uh, if you haven't heard, this is a book that I wrote back in about 2002 in cooperation with Mike Bolin. He was a forester in Illinois and now retired out in Fresno, California. And he did most all the work of getting the English correct and getting everything formatted. And and I did most of the original writing and then also um, format. And then Laura helped with some of the uh, pictures and those kinds of things. So uh, hopefully you find it interesting. As we've been reading through this, I've had a lot of good comments. But we're up to part three of chapter nine, which is now felling techniques, the back cut. The back cut sets up the width thickness of the hinge and removes the wood fiber between the hinge and the back of the tree, allowing it to fall. As I mentioned previously, there are probably more than 200 different ways to back cut a tree. How this is accomplished depends on the tree species, its size, the amount of forward, back, and side lean, and the hazards involved, such as a hollow center or rotted wood fiber in the trunk. Before determining the proper technique for the back cut, the chainsaw operator must determine if the tree has forward or backward lean. Small trees, straight trees, and trees with minimal forward lean. Small trees under 5 inches in diameter with little or no forward lean often do not require the use of a wedge. The best way to cut these trees is to make the open face notch and cut straight in from the back. Make sure sufficient hinge is left to control these trees. Some trees may need a slight push by hand to keep them uh, to get them to fall. If the tree is larger than 5 inches in diameter, a wedge or felling lever can be inserted into the back cut. Trees with noticeable forward lean. Trees with forward lean can split easily, pull splinters or barber chair. Therefore, it is important to use the bore cut on these trees, set up the desired hinge width thickness, and then complete the back cut leaving a strap of uncut wood at the back of the tree. This strap of wood, the hinge, will hold the tree in place and prevent it from falling until you're ready to release it. Standing ready to move along the predetermined escape route, the operator can now cut the strap of holding wood about one-half to one inch below the level of the back cut. The holding wood will split releasing the tree and allow it to fall in the desired direction while the operator retreats along the escape route to the safety zone. If a tree has just slight forward lean, the operator may elect to make the bore cut and then cut straight back out of the tree without leaving a strap of holding wood. 
If the tree diameter is too large for the chainsaw bar to reach all the way through, the tree should be bore cut from both sides. Use the corner of the notch to guide the start of each bore cut. This will ensure the cuts on both sides are fairly level. It is important to make the bore cut from the bad side of the tree first and penetrate no more than halfway through the trunk with the bar. The operator can then cut back out of the tree from the bad side. The operator then moves to the good side of the tree and bores through to meet the first cut and finishes setting up the desired hinge width. He then cuts back out of the good side, leaving a strap of holding wood that is released from the escape route. With experience, the bore cuts on either side will meet, forming a level, precise stump. Trees with back lean. Trees with back lean present special concerns for the, for the operator. Trees with back lean can sit back on the saw while making the back cut. This pinches the bar, making it impossible to remove the saw until the tree falls. I recommend using a wedge on all trees with back lean. If the tree is small enough to allow the bar to reach all the way through the trunk, the simplest method is to bore cut the tree from the good side, set up the desired hinge width, and swing the tip of the bar toward the rear of the tree, leaving a strap of holding wood to prevent the tree from sitting back on the saw. Insert a wedge between the hinge and the holding wood strap. Cut the holding wood and drive the wedge in with an axe. When the tree falls begins to fall, the operator moves along the retreat route to the safety zone. If the tree is too big for the bar to reach all the way through, cut from the bad side first, remembering not to cut more than halfway through the tree. Cut straight out the back of the tree on the bad side. Insert a wedge in this opening. Next, bore from the good side slightly below the level of the first cut and back cut out the tree slightly below the wedge. The holding wood will split when the wedge is struck a couple times with an axe and the tree will be forced over. Care must be taken to keep from cutting the supporting wood from under the wedge. If this happens, the tree will lean back even further, making it far more difficult to fell. Another method to use on trees that are bigger than the bar is to first bore halfway through the tree on the bad side and then start cutting out toward the back of the tree. Before reaching the back of the tree, swing the saw around the tree towards the good side. When the saw is approximately one half of the way around the trunk, insert a wedge behind the saw and continue cutting around the good side until the hinge is completely formed. Remove the saw and drive the wedge with an axe until the tree begins to fall. Move to the safety zone along the predetermined route, retreat route. Make certain you know where the bar tip is in the tree at all times. It is very easy to lose concept of the bar tip location until you have practiced a bit. If you have the tip in too far, you are likely to cut through your hinge.
Well, that concludes chapter 9. That's all the parts, part 3. We'll pick up here next time on chapter 10 with fiber pull and splitting, page 139. We appreciate you dropping by this edition of Along the Forest Apps Road podcast. I hope you picked up something that you might be able to apply. And please don't forget to go back and check out the other chapters previously on this audio version. And if you'd like to purchase this book, you can check it out on our YouTube as well as our It can be purchased from our website at www.forestapps.com. It's in the e-store and also from Barnes & Noble in their ebook series.